are listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. John, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great. I'm doing pretty good myself. Yeah. Good. I have uh, Chinese funeral dancers. What you got? <laughs> uh, I've got a Florida man attacks a uh, gas station clerk with a corn dog and hot dogs. <laughs> well, right now, I kind of want to talk about uh, Matthew McConaughey. All you right. like Matthew McConaughey? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> there is a man who has been arrested in Pennsylvania who has continuously... Uh, identified himself as, as Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Uh, spoiler alert, he is not Matthew <laughs> he's McConaughey. Not. Okay. He's not driving a Buick. <laughs> no. And he's not uh, launching into uh, space to yeah. save planet Earth. Yeah, right. <laughs> Police responded to a call about a suspicious person who was ringing a doorbell and walking around a residence in George Township, Fayette County, on Saturday. Now, that's not Fayette County here. Dang. As much as I would like it to be. <laughs> that might be related to me. <laughs> when they arrived, police discovered the man later identified as 46-year-old Troy Miller inside the resident's vehicle and took him into custody. Miller refused to provide his, identif- his identification, his information, and he continued to identify himself as Matthew McConaughey, according to the police report. <laughs> Miller was charged with attempted theft of a motor vehicle, false identification to the law enforcement authorities, and loitering and prowling at night. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Matthew McConaughey. This dude, uh, do we really know for sure he's not Matthew McConaughey? What if he's Matthew McConaughey from the future, like our story last week? Like like Noah, who came back. (laughs) It could be, you know. Or maybe it's Matthew McConaughey playing a character, and you know, like he's like, "No, really, it's me, guys." And they're like, "No, you're not." He's like so convincing in that role. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of weird. I don't. I think out of all the actors, I wouldn't pick one of the more popular ones. You, mm-hmm. you want to be like a B list, you know? Hey guys, I starred in a Tide Pod commercial. That's what I would roll with. Not a Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. But, you know, to each his own. I don't know. I got a really interesting story of somebody else getting out of trouble with the police. Woman defecates in pants to hide drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How is she hiding? Maybe this is a lack of creativity on my part, but how is she hiding drugs by (laughs) pooping your pants? First of all, I need to say thank you to Casey Dunaway. Uh, (laughs) For those who don't know Casey Dunaway, he's James Elmore's biggest fan. He sent (laughs) us this story, and so we want to say thank you to Casey for sending that in. If you have any stories you find, Throughout the week, you know, you can post them in our Facebook group. If you happen to have our direct lines like Casey does, you can text them to us. But this comes from Fox News. In Corsicana, Texas, police say a Texas woman attempted to hide evidence during arrest by defecating in her pants and using the feces to conceal drugs. Okay? (laughs) Now, Corsicana, if you don't know, is about 55 miles south of Dallas, and uh, they were investigating the report of a theft at a grocery store when they attempted to subdue a female suspect and take her into custody. Police say they placed Janine Martin in the back of a police cruiser where they say she intentionally defecated in her pants, then hit a crack pipe, 2.3 grams of crack cocaine, and a Valentine's Day (laughs) card in her excrement. (laughs) 
Officers had to sift through the woman's feces to retrieve the evidence after Martin was booked on charges of tampering with evidence and possession of a controlled substance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to think the guy who was looking for it was like, oh, here's the... Mm. <laughs> right here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I call her the underwear, underwear bomber. <laughs> We've had this is two weeks in a row. We've had somebody in trouble with the law who's used poop to try to get out of it. One yeah. of them worked, and one of them didn't. This lady's didn't. So the thing that was puzzling to me is the Valentine's Day card. Yeah, like why? Like just take the shoplifting charge if that's what you were stealing or whatever. You know, she wanted to get her honey boo of a nice Valentine's <laughs> Day card, and uh, you just take the shoplifting charge for that. That's a misdemeanor for something like that. You're you're not going to do any real jail time. And hope that you get away with the crack pipe and the crack cocaine in your pocket. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know that I would duke my pants up and start hiding it all in there. But, you know, I've never been in that situation before. You know, I hate to, I feel kind of like, you know, we're kind of going lowbrow here with so many of these stories. <laughs> I mean, we get a lot of and poop I, stories. I apologize. <laughs> but I feel like we have to revisit this one. And, and this is something I just thought about just now. Uh, this comes from the Metro News. Uh, drug suspect on toilet strike for 38 days. That's right. Poo watch. Quote, would rather die than take a poo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I admire his dedication. This guy, he's still going. He's yeah. still going. At, at some point, you just let him go and just be like, hey, well done. I, I think I you think served your time. I, I think he's going to win. <laughs> Says here, a suspected drug dealer on a record breaking toilet strike would rather die than take a poo, his lawyer has said. <laughs> so I guess that was his official statement. I guess so. Uh, Lamar Chambers, 24, has now spent a whopping 38 days in wow. police custody after Essex police arrested and detained him on January 17th. Man. According to court yesterday, his lawyer, Andrew Horstall, said he finds himself in uncharted territory <laughs> with Chambers. He said his client's life is at risk, and he doesn't want to be resuscitated if he collapses. So Man. I didn't even know you could collapse from yeah. like not taking I, I didn't either. I, I don't... <laughs> I've, I mean, I've I've went a few camping trips without you know <laughs> yeah. dropping one, but you've never gone yeah. on a thirty no thirty eight day. day. Yeah, <laughs> uh. officers believe he swallowed some of the drugs before his arrest in Harlow, and they have been patiently waiting for him to go ever since. But with this waiting game now on its second month, its second month, <laughs> yeah, SX police had no choice but to cur- but to request more time to detain him in court. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're a police officer, at what point are you like, okay, we yeah. he's kind of made us look like fools. Maybe we should I, yeah. just let the guy just go. Just let the guy go. You know what they'll say when he gets out, right? <laughs> That's a load of crap. <laughs> <laughs> he appeared before magistrates yesterday where the force applied to keep him in custody until Monday. Mr. Horstall told uh, Clemsford Magistrates Court on Friday to reject the application. He says justice will be served one way or another reject the application, and continue with the case as it would be normally dealt with. Hmm. Prosecutor Bob Rowlingson, however, said it was in the interest of justice to keep Chambers in police custody, which is it, yeah, I mean, is it really? Yeah, just let him go. <laughs> I'm not a hard-line guy anyways, you know, right. but still, I mean, he should be rewarded freedom just for the accomplishment of not pooping 38 days. He has a record because yeah. that was another story. Oh, okay. that, All right. that, that was, was done. Right. I think this was on day number 24. 
25 or day 26. He broke it. He broke the English record, which wow. I didn't know they kept up with that kind <laughs> I didn't, of thing. I didn't they realize did. they separated it by nation. If there's like an English <laughs> record, I wonder what the United States record is. And could I get that? I don't know. Well, this dude, I mean, I guess he's going in Ripley's, right? Hmm. He's, yeah, I mean, do they show up like the Guinness people show up with a plaque for him down at Visitation Hour at this yard? I mean, this has been you know well documented by yeah. the Essex Police of all people yeah. that he did this. <laughs> also, I remember uh, when we did cover the story, which was not last week but week before, mm-hmm. when he was on day twenty two. Yeah, I remember you said, "Well, how are they going to stop him because of his cell?" Apparently, his yeah. cell had a special. Toilet okay. inside it that Just would catch uh, pan exactly <laughs> like an oil. Catch Think of pan. it like a filter yeah. <laughs> that would you know catch anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like what did he solve that hasn't or swallowed that hasn't been dissolved yet? You know, I don't know. I mean, unless it was wrapped in plastic or something. Yeah, I don't know. You know, like I, which I assume that's the, surely that's the only way they yeah. would keep him. I guess so. Hmm. I don't think this is the case, but how hilarious would it be if this dude was completely innocent, but he's just that big a troll <laughs> that he's going to make him think he's guilty and uh, he's going to break a record? <laughs> that would be great. That would be like a that's a movie, you know? Like, yeah. Not catch me if you can, but uh, you know something like that. You know, just a hashtag poo watch hashtag in theaters poo watch. twenty twenty summer twenty twenty <laughs> coming to a theater near you. One man's quest. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know what it is about Earth Oddity and the poop stories, but they, <laughs> they come to us all the time. So we're uh, we're the Earth's crappiest podcast. <laughs> <I> guess so. <laughs> but, no, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with this guy. and <laughs> I'm would, calling on the Essex County Police, who probably have never even heard this. Never know. we to, got a British guy that downloads <laughs> yes. this. Uh, need yeah, let him go. Yeah, I mean he suffered long enough. He has let he him has. go, and uh, you know he can. I mean, just extradite him to another country, or or you know, like ship him off somewhere, <laughs> and let him do his business there. And then he comes back. You don't have any reason to detain him anymore. Maybe uh, he's learned his lesson. You know, if they're really determined, maybe they should go. I don't know, install one of these special toilets in his apartment and then let him go. Yeah, right. You're on house arrest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know sneaky. How, you know how when you got to go, <clears throat> when you get close to home, like yeah. you turn on the street and then you turn in your driveway, like it intensifies and your, you know, keys are in the door <laughs> and it gets even worse. And then you like, you yeah. know, there's some times where you barely make it. So um, that may be a good plan. Put an ankle bracelet on him, send him home. Let him out. As soon as he gets there, like his body's going to have that reaction. And then he goes and does his business and case solved or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what I would do outside of Uh, just being like, man, even if I was the cop, I'd just be like, man, I'm I'm impressed with your intestinal fortitude, so to speak, (laughs) (laughs) to keep this up. (laughs) Okay, well, moving along um, the gastrointestinal track. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have another story. This is brought to us by Joel Goss. Oh, here we go. Um, Joel, possibly the most feared dodgeball player in the <laughs> 175 year Carroll's Creek Baptist Church history. The, Might be the kid has like got a rocket arm and good guy, good family. Uh, in fact, his sister is at my house right now. <laughs> Her and Livy were dancing and jamming when I left. But uh, this story Joel notified us about comes from the Register online and uh, it's a UK based publication it says an elderly man's flatulence <laughs> sorry an elderly <laughs> man's flatulence 
forced his flight to make an emergency stop after a fight broke out over his barrage of bottom burps. What? <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> no, uh, passenger, passengers flying with budget Dutch airline Transvania. Transvia, Transvia, from Dubai to Amsterdam, were reportedly put out by the man's continued farting, and they asked him to stop. But the man failed to hold it in. <laughs> even, oh man! Even a direct order from the pilot didn't take the wind out of his sails, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, two passengers got mad and took matters into their own hands. Uh, the two guys, Dutchmen, sat next to the older guy who was um, bumping out some seat rattlers on everybody, <laughs> and uh, and it escalated to the point where the pilot had to stop and make make an unscheduled stop. They landed in Vienna, and armed police boarded the plane to remove the men who called the ruckus, along with two sisters who were seated next to them. Oh man! They didn't actually arrest the guy, arrest the dudes that were trying to beat up the old pooter. But uh, <laughs> but they banned them from the airline for misbehavior and verbal abuse. Uh, Transvia Transavia didn't immediately respond to requests for comment. However, it's not the first time that um, poots have been blamed for, okay. for flight disruption. Last year, there were reports that an American Airlines flight had to be evacuated doing, due to a foul-smelling fart. But the airline said it was the, it was a mechanical fault. So, um, but this is just some old guy who couldn't hold his gas. You know. So did they actually land because of that, or did they land because this I, dude and this other guy got in a fight? Right. I think the rocket, the fight, right. really caused it to land. But I'm sure if the pilots already warned the dude to <laughs> to stop enough, yeah, enough, then it, it, it had to be kicked in there. You know how they seal up an airplane, anyway. That's true, but. You know, old guys, they don't care anymore, you know, (laughs) right? Like like at at some point in life, you hit that time where, uh, mm, let me think how to put this tactfully, um, where maybe catching a woman's attention isn't important to you anymore, you know? Yeah. Like you've served your purpose uh, (laughs) as far as, you know, advancing the species or whatever. And you just, and, and those dudes, they don't care about anything. It's like, I don't care if I live. I don't care if I die. I do what I want. I say what I want. <laughs> I go to Hardy's every morning to drink coffee and talk loudly about people as they walk in the door and what yeah. they're wearing. I don't care anymore. And that's what this old dude And was. I'm not letting go of my, you know, yeah. my ways. Right. Yeah. No, not at all. And, uh, and so that's where this guy is, and he had some gas. Well, I mean, anybody who's been around a peepaw knows that a peepaw poot <laughs> is quite possibly one of the most. I mean, he's had stuff brewing in there for decades. Oh, it's gosh. just coming out. And so this man, I, I might would have gotten a fight with him too, especially if I was sitting next to him and he kept ripping them all flight long. And I, I can't from Dubai to Amsterdam. That's probably I don't know. That's a decent flight. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, probably I'd say four or five hours. I have no clue. I just made that up. <laughs> Anybody who's a pilot's listening to this, sounds like, right. That dude's an idiot. It's a <laughs> two-hour flight, or I don't know, but I it's would long say enough it not depends to have, on how fast the aircraft you're traveling in is going. <laughs> that's an excellent point. We've suddenly turned this into a math word problem. <laughs> if, a, if a plane leaves Dubai heading to Amsterdam with a flatulent grandfather on it, <laughs> at what point do you stop in Vienna? But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like, uh, you know, if people's in there 
<laughs> tooting it up on everybody, <laughs> I would get a little upset too. And I have, you know, as most, I think, guys, fathers, I have a healthy respect for, you know, busting wind, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I enjoy doing it. It makes my kids <laughs> laugh. It, it makes everyone in my house laugh except my wife. So <laughs> right. I, but sometimes you you you've been I've been known to run people out of the room, you know, and or hit the window lock as we're riding down the road, yeah. and not giving anybody any air. That's a good one. So I just feel I feel like people is just like I don't care anymore. <laughs> and you know, I ate some baked beans before I got on here, and it's time to go. Well, with all due respect to people, <laughs> I, I suppose that it's there. At, you know, Grandma was was right. Sometimes enough is enough. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, <laughs> but like I say, man, once you've been put out to pasture, so to speak, mm-hmm. as a man, I feel like you don't care about anything anymore, and <laughs> right. you're just like, I'm. I'm going to fart this whole flight. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care at all. You know, what are they going to do to stop me? <laughs> yeah, what are they going to do? I'm an old man. You know, that's like that old dude who robbed the bank. He just didn't care anymore. I'm sure. It's like I've been my whole life. Yeah, you know, I was pursuing women and trying to be nice, and now I don't care anymore. I don't need to. Man, so. well, I'm going to try to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to bring the show up a little <laughs> this next <laughs> story. <laughs> uh, are you familiar with Black Panther? Oh yeah, yeah. Have, are you uh, are you uh, into the Marvel, the MCU at all? I'm I'm not like a comic book guy. Right. Now. Um, I've watched a few different mm-hmm. things, but I I don't know. I didn't. I was just never into superheroes or any of that growing up. So right. Well, I'll be honest. You know, when I was a kid, I didn't read a whole lot of comic books because it entailed reading. Yes. <laughs> you know. Right. I tended to spend all my money on game like Nintendo games. Yeah. But uh. But I did, you know, I was like big into X-Men. I was big into Spider-Man when mm-hmm. I was a kid. And Marvel Universe, they got me. I will go watch anything. It can be like a movie about Squirrel Girl. And they're probably going to get my $10 one Friday night to go see it. Squirrel Girl <laughs> sounds interesting. <laughs> but uh, the new movie, Black Panther, uh, I got a headline here. This is a story from Twitter, so it's not like a super serious story, but... Two kids dressed as Tall Man, unable to gain admission to Black Panther. They did the old. Uh, they did the Let old. Me get on your shoulders. They did the old little rascals. Okay. Where one's on the shoulders, and they got the big trench coat. Yeah. And they're trying to look like one big tall right. guy to get the two for one. I like that. I like that. I respect that. <laughs> there was a video uh, posted up on Twitter. I would recommend anybody to go check, check it out because it's pretty hilarious. It's pretty obvious that. This is not, you know, a 10-foot tall man. <laughs> this is two numbskull teenagers, <laughs> you know, one on the other one's shoulders. Man. <laughs> the kids decided they wanted to go to a new Marvel superhero film, Black Panther. Uh, good show, just FYI. Oh, yeah. It I, was, I saw it. it. It was decent. It was really good. I, it was, heard. I mean, it wasn't my favorite Marvel film, yeah. but it was, it was not my least favorite either. Okay. I really enjoyed it. I didn't feel like I wasted my money. I enjoyed I've, it. I've heard a lot of good things about it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, I'll just wait till it hits the, you know, pay per view. <laughs> that's probably, yeah. you know, financially that's probably smarter. Yeah. But like I say, they they got uh, me. They I'll I'll, if, I'll go to every single one of them. If you're going to take a family of five to the movies, mm-hmm. you know, you pretty much have to get somebody to co-sign along with you to <laughs> forward tickets, snacks. Well, all see, that's that what you do. You wait till your family goes to bed and yeah. you get up and you go see the midnight <laughs> show, and, and you then go. you struggle through church the next day. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do. Okay, <laughs> makes sense. Yes. 
Anyway, these two kids, they didn't want to pay for two movie tickets, so they inside they instead decided to dupe the movie theater's manager and dress as the tall man. Uh, it didn't go so well. The duo went to the theater disguised as one tall man under a trench coat, but unsurprisingly, their plan didn't work. However, despite their unsuccessful attempt to save on movie tickets, they have gone viral on Twitter thanks to their hilarious antics. So, um... And it's, it's pretty funny. Like, the video, is, and it's not a very long video, but they're standing out right outside the ticket booth, and it looks like it's in a mall. Yeah. And there are literally scores of people surrounding them <laughs> with their phones out videoing this, you know? Like, there's no possible way they're that this could have fooled it. anybody. <laughs> and which they probably weren't trying to fool. They were probably just trying to be dumb. Yeah, you know, so I'm sure. Just make it a accomplished. joke. Right. They got, you know, they got their 15 minutes of fame. Right, yeah. And right. a shout out on the Earth Oddity podcast. That's right. I'm sure they'll be, probably that's their most exciting <laughs> thing that's happened out of all of it. They'll be like, oh, okay, two These guys. two 40-year-old dudes. Yeah. They respect them. <laughs> They're talking about us. We might could pull that off for a movie. You know, like the next... Uh, I got top. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think that would go too well. <laughs> the next uh, Kurt Cameron, you know, like <laughs> yeah. Left Behind movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I... Uh, we could go to Mom's Night Out. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. I saw... Uh, yeah, I've, I've talked about Babylon Bee before, which is like yes. a, a satire site. And it was like, uh, you know, it, new revelations in Scripture reveal that hell is watching Christian movies over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> that would be bad. That would be like Sunday school detention oh, yeah. for eternity. I mean, for eternity. You're watching <laughs> that would be like, bad. <laughs> which... I mean, I don't want to get off on too much of a tangent here. Like, I, some of them fireproof, you know, which are, all of them. They're really great movies. Just yeah. the acting and production level is not what you know most people are used to. Yeah, you know? it's a niche, it's a niche audience, right? You yeah, know, and, which you know, limits the film. I, I feel like budgets for them have gotten a lot bigger. They really have because they realized, hey, Christians have money to spend. You know, and we and, want that money, right? And we want that money. Yeah, and that's fine. That's that's. You know, capitalism. capitalism in a nutshell. But, you know, beginning when they were first coming out, <laughs> I, it was like, you know, some church in Georgia, the guys like me and you playing Bart's in it. You know? Yeah. You're like, wow. I mean, we struggle to do a podcast every week. I know, I know. So Could I can't you imagine? imagine having a part in a movie. <laughs> like, the only guy who knows anything about movies is Kirk Cameron, you know, who <laughs> played on a TV show with a character named Boner. I would like to just bring up to everyone. Which also, weird thing about that show, what was the name of that show? It wasn't Family Ties. No, it was Growing Pains. Growing Pains, yeah. yeah. Is that his dad was a psychiatrist, right? Mm-hmm. And they he brought in like mental patients into their home. You know, you ever think like, what if there's a schizophrenic that goes crazy and he's right there yeah. and kills Kirk and his sister and Boner and everybody and that little weird kid they brought in towards the end? Oh my Anyways. goodness, Dude, that needs to happen. I, we should like. Make I was about a, to say, there's all these shows that are coming back, like yeah. Fuller House and everything. Yeah, right, right. That needs to happen. <laughs> like, like a, a nightmare on. Whatever it was called, what was it called? Growing pains. Growing yeah. pains. Yeah, and you could cut it and make it into like a horror, you know, mystery <laughs> yeah. show. But yeah, like what? What? What person's going to bring it's a mental patient? Growing and, death pains. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I like it. That's good stuff. 
That's good stuff. Yeah, which Boner died a while back, you know. Did he? Yeah, I think he like they found him dead somewhere, maybe overdosed or something. But <laughs> I'm not going to ask what he overdosed on. <laughs> I don't know, but the fact that that was a character thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just. You know, for the kids out there, he was kind of like a skeleton, you know. <laughs> right. You know, it, it was kind of, you know, yeah. all, bon- all bones, all bones. For, <laughs> yeah. For, you know, so when Thomas asked about that later on, that's what that's about for my oldest son. I'll say there were some, uh, dude, and I know we're kind of going off on a tangent, but 80 sitcoms, man. <laughs> that was wild. It was a wild and woolly time. You <laughs> Do know? you remember, like... And I want to say it was BuzzFeed or somebody did a video about it, but there was an old show, and I wasn't super familiar with it, but it was called, uh, it was about the the girl, was it like a robot? Okay, All right. was I was called? thinking about this Little show the Wonder other day, or something? something like that. I was yeah. thinking about that show the other day when I was driving back from, you know, one of those stores I'd worked at, and yeah. I couldn't remember the name and of it. And there was an episode where, um, like, it's like a dad, a mom, is it mom and dad or just a dad? I think, I think it's just it was, a dad. Yeah, and yeah. then he had a son, and then he, he like designed a robot daughter. Yes, yes, which is really weird. <laughs> yes. Really weird. And so the son is like in class, and like one of the little girls like was kidnapped or something. Like yeah. like her dad had like took taken her away from her mom or something. Right. And uh, it's just a really bizarre, because at the end... They're all like, man, I feel so sorry that such and such was abducted. And then the dad's like, well, if you feel bad, you're going to feel good when you eat these brownies I just cooked, you know, took out of the oven. It was bizarre. I tell you, it, it was a wild time. You know, you had Who's the Boss, which is like a mom and daughter who hire a hunky, you know, like maid to yeah. move in. You know, that's really, that's strange, you know. I don't and know. It was Tony Danza. Yeah, and it's Tony Danza. Yeah. You know, and who you know, I don't know. I just the whole premise of that show seems very, <laughs> very strange. Hey, let me live with you. Yeah. Be your housekeeper. Well, you got Charles in charge, who uh Charles was like, you know, a young, you know, he's like college age guy who's in charge of this, you know, like teenagers <laughs> yeah. or whatever. It's like a formula for bad things to happen. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean like any youth director at any church will tell you you don't want that to happen. You know, don't leave that <laughs> under supervised without adult supervision. Okay, anyways, off of that tangent. <laughs> um, what you got? Okay, uh, former Freemason, 51 years old, found drunk and naked inside a huge pipe organ with a toy gun, a remote control police car, and a remote control police car, says he got lost while trying to hand out cheeseburgers to the homeless. <laughs> heck of a weekend. That's a heck of a headline right there. <laughs> But once again, the Illuminati strikes, former Freemason. <laughs> yeah. uh, Glenn Langford, no relation to former Birmingham Mayor Larry Langford, <laughs> was arrested on Wednesday after allegedly flooding a, the Brisbane Masonic Memorial Center and then setting off fire alarms. The 51-year-old faces charges at, a, at the Brisbane Arrest Court on Thursday and was granted bail. So he said his intentions were originally well-meaning and that the night had gotten out of hand after downing a bottle of Johnny Walker whiskey. Uh-oh. Uh, as that tends to happen. A recipe for her. Yeah. <laughs> for tends trouble. to happen. And the court was told he had been handing, had been meaning to hand out cheeseburgers to homeless people. That's, you know, a good thing to it's do. a good thing to do. That's right, unless they have a gluten allergy. Uh, food was left scattered on the floor <laughs> of the Grand Hall of the Heritage Listed Temple in Brisbane. 
which features one of the biggest organs in Queensland. Uh, it is it is feared the organ, installed in the 1930s, may be too damaged to be repaired, despite it being insured for $1 million. Wow. Which, I don't know a lot about the Freemasons, other than they secretly control our world <laughs> yeah. and all the machinations that happen. And they uh, also have a secret treasure that Nick Cage is always looking yes. for. <laughs> yes. But I didn't know they had, but they were like into organ music, you know, so. But... Uh, I didn't either, but that totally sounds like a Freemason thing. Yeah, I'm get on there yeah, or, Organ music is kind of creepy. Spooky, right? And yeah, they're would, in there. It totally makes perfect sense that doing you would find one in a Masonic lodge. Yeah, doing whatever you know, sacrificing babies or whatever they do <laughs> in there. You yeah. know, I don't, I don't know what they do. My grandfather was a Freemason. <laughs> I was about to say, just so everyone yeah. knows, it's a joke, it's everybody. A joke. It's a Listen, joke. <laughs> to any and all Freemasons slash Illuminati. Please don't kill yeah, us. Don't kill us. We're just joking, okay? My I'm come from a free my grandfather was a Freemason. I don't believe he was killing babies or anything like that. I think it was some dudes that just like to get together and probably play cards or something. We think it's great that y'all get together at uh, Bohemian Grove and dress like women and try right. to take over the world. Burn something in effigy in front of an owl. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's crazy. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he's he also busted up some walls in there as well. So I think he was getting Uh-oh. drunk and probably started punching some stuff. Uh, the magistrate heard from Mr. Langford's lawyer who explained that he had last week lost his job and was getting over the breakdown of a 16-year relationship. All right, so you break up with your girl 16 years, lose your job. That's driven many a man to drink, uh, yeah. you know. Uh, but has it driven many men to <laughs> Break into a Mason Lodge, crawl naked into the organ with a toy <laughs> leave gun. Leave cheeseburgers everywhere. Yeah, leave cheeseburgers littered around the floor. I wonder how much he spent on McDonald's before he I went don't there. Know, man, I bet you that was a wild order. You know, <laughs> if he either walk up or drive through, I bet you it was pretty wild. But you know what? To the to the lady who's you know at the twenty four hour McDonald's, I'm sure she's heard crazier. You know, <laughs> he's probably like, yeah, whatever. But he was granted bail. You know, uh, and his his quote here was, "Things got a little loose. I was out of it." He apologized to, quote, all the righteous Freemasons everywhere. Now, I don't know what that means for the unrighteous Freemasons. Uh, uh, spoiler alert, you might be in that category, dude. <laughs> and uh, he went on to say, I did have a lot of cheeseburgers to give to the homeless. I'm going to see a shrink and don't drink anymore, he added. So I think he feel like there was an error there in what he, what he had did. But, yes, Mr. Langford just went a little wild with, you know, his plan. I yeah. tell you what, if I would have been the uh, the lead detective on that case, I think I would have taken that opportunity to be like, okay, what do you really know? <laughs> I mean, but <laughs> got him in that interrogation yeah, right, really. room. Right, tell us what, what they really do. goes right. on. What really goes on in there? <laughs> but look at this, that dude, right? If you don't tell me that guy in the picture won't drink a little bit with you. But this how ain't did, his first bottle. Get, how did he get into the organization? I don't know. I, because they say like, if uh, I'm. I am not an expert on Freemasonry, so I could be okay. totally wrong. If I am, feel free to email the show and explain right. to me. Yes, Masons. But I, look, we will bring a Mason on if we know one. <laughs> but I feel like if I walk up and knock on the door, they're not going to let me no. in. Like, only certain people can join. Okay, so... So how did that dude join is what I want to know. The saying that I've heard is to be one is to ask one. So, like, if you know a Mason and you're interested in joining, yeah. then you go to a Mason and be like, hey, man, I want to join. And then they do whatever it is they do. Like They do some spooky occult rituals. Yeah, I don't know, like shake a chicken feather over you. <laughs> <laughs> and make you recite some stuff, I imagine. And 
and your tongue will be pulled yeah. out by his roots if yeah, you ever right. yeah, say if you ever what goes anything, on back here. We're going to kill you, and then yeah. you go in and plot how to run whatever local <laughs> government you're at. And right. as you move up in degrees in the Mason Lodge, the next thing you know, you're control of the president, the UN, everything <laughs> else in the world. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, if all that's true, I don't know. But some people believe that. But I don't <laughs> think my grandfather was – you know, a diabolical person. He was he was the nineteen seventy six Fett County Man of the Year, by the way. He has a trophy. We someone in our family still has that trophy. So I don't think he was a bad dude. Unless the Masons got him that award as some kind of cover for That's all true. the you know, whatever he was doing. Oh man, my entire world just got shattered thinking about that. Here's hoping you don't ever find any photos yeah, in the attic. I don't know. I've also been to a Masonic funeral before. Um, yeah, which yes. is kind of wild. I mean, mm-hmm. very different than your normal funeral. So a lot of pageantry that you wouldn't you wouldn't get as your normal Baptist. You know, let's say a few prayers and have somebody sing, and then we're all going to go eat casseroles afterwards. You know, a lot of a lot of stuff. Well, speaking of funerals, I'll tell you what's else uh, very different would be a uh, certain. Chinese funerals. Um, oh, have you yes. heard about this? I have. I and have. Uh, <laughs> I'm very interested in it, by the way. I don't know that Dieter would go for it. but <laughs> And just so everyone out there knows, um, this is going to be a heavily uh, churched up <laughs> rendition of this article. I'm not going to read it as it is. Um, and the headline is, China wages war on funeral dancers. Yeah. Wink, let's just, wink. Let's just say dancers. <laughs> yes. China has launched its latest crackdown against a phenomenon which just won't seem to die in rural areas. Funeral dancers. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> the Ministry of Culture said last month that it was targeting certain types of dances and other obscene and vulgar performances at funerals. Weddings, weddings, <laughs> weddings. You know, and here in America, that typically takes place like a night or two before. Yeah, right. Yeah, I didn't know you would do it. I don't think the bride would be down. With it. I can't see Deidre being on like our wedding day at the reception. No, of course, you know we're Baptists. There's no dancing, anyways. But, <laughs> right. Yeah, you can't square dance no. where we go to church. Oh no, you can't even square dance. And other traditional Chinese New Year public gatherings, the war <laughs> on dancers at funerals has been a long one for China. Authorities first began clamping down on obscene performances in 2006. So this has been going on 12 years now mm-hmm. and launched a second campaign in 2015. I guess uh, the 2006 campaign was not as successful as they meant for it to be. <laughs> the latest is focused on 19 cities across four provinces. Uh, I'm going to do my yeah. best. Henan, Anjui, Jiangsu, and Herbei. A statement on the website of the Ministry of Culture said, Some communities in rural China reportedly believe that bigger attendances at funerals helps to honor the dead and bring them good fortune. That makes so sense. That, that, I mean, I guess that would be <laughs> you a wanna, way to You want to bring in a crowd? <laughs> get some dancers at your funeral. Yeah. Some experts say the exotic shows pay tribute to fertility. Okay. According to the interpretation of cultural anthropology... The fate is originated from the worship of reproduction, media professor Kong Haiyan said, according to the Global Times. Therefore, the exotic performances at the funeral is just a cultural... Uh, atavism. 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 Yes. Uh, 
Reports say the new campaign involved people being offered financial rewards to contact a special hotline to report funeral misdeeds. So this is just basically, hey, we need all you snitches (laughs) out there. We're going to reward you financially if you you call in and report your great-great-grandpa. This is taking see something, say something to a whole new level. Because if you see something, (laughs) you better say something. And if you go to Paul Paul's funeral, there's a good chance you're going to see something. Maybe you go to a funeral and you don't have any ones, so you go call this hotline. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> media has often blamed the shows on the increasing decadence and materialism of Chinese families as the country opens up to the West. Okay. So I feel like this is basically them saying, hey, it's America's yeah. fault. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently this is the Southern Baptist sect uh, that's going against this in, in China. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But, uh, man, that is bizarre. Yeah. That, you know. You know. I mean, it's a, it's a big enough thing that, you know, the Chinese government is, is trying to shut it down. Well, you know, if you're a father in China and you find out your daughter's dancing, that's got to be tough. If you're, if you're a father anywhere, <laughs> right? That's, that's a tough one to take. I would but, imagine one of the first questions you ask yourself is, you know, how did I do yeah, this? Where did I go wrong? <laughs> yeah. You know? But if you find out she's a funeral dancer, <laughs> that's got to really hurt. You know, I feel like, okay, uh, there are different establishments and different levels of the, you know, like there's super nice ones and then there's Wesley's in Summer, Summerton, Alabama that people know about. All right. So I didn't know, John. Okay. Well, <laughs> I thought you may have driven by at some point between Jasper and Birmingham. Right. But, uh, you know, the talent level at, you know, Wesley's is not going to be good at, say, as good as you would get in um, Las Vegas somewhere. Right. And from what I've told, I don't, you know, Mom, <laughs> I don't know for sure. I'm just going on off of news articles I've read <laughs> and accounts from people. Um, but I imagine that the funeral level has got to be bottom wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Because, I mean, who's ever in the casket doesn't care. But I, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems to me like that would be bottom wrong. Right, and if you're a dad, you'd just be like, "Ah, oh, baby." I'm you? just imagining like the uh, the Yang Yong combination <laughs> club slash funeral party. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Where you go, you go to honor the dead. You know, it's got a buffet too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, picture a uh, a eulogy with this going on yeah. in the background. <laughs> Now, welcome to the main stage, Destiny. <laughs> Y'all give it up for Destiny. And for uh, John Long, who passed away. He is uh, survived in, in life by his wife and three children. <laughs> Don't forget to tip your bartenders and your dancers. <laughs> up get next. your ones. Yeah. <laughs> The more you pay, the more they play. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I've heard they say stuff like that in those places. I don't know that I would know firsthand, but I've just watched a few movies, uh, uh, documentaries about that kind of type of stuff. So, well, I feel like the Chinese government is kind of, you know, kind of tough on censorship, but yeah. I'm with them on this. Yeah, I mean, I'm with them. I, I just want everyone out there to know. That you know, you don't want to send your loved one off into the great beyond. Yeah, um, you know, hopefully, you know they're going to heaven. But I don't know that <laughs> that you know. I know that Christianity is not huge in in China. They kind of keep that under wraps. <laughs> right. But uh, 
I don't I don't know that having a dancer there is going to help anything. <laughs> out. It's definitely not going to leave a good impression when he shows up at the pearly gates. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, so Billy Graham passed away. You would never have any of that at his funeral. No. Never. All right, I'm just saying we should all be more like Billy Graham. Yeah, so, we should. Yeah. We should all I mean, be more like Billy Graham. I, I'm so far away from him <laughs> that it's you know I, I'm I'm struggling my best to get there. So I mean, but I'm not gonna have dancers at my funeral. No. Now I do want a mini kiss band, like a midget <laughs> kiss band at my funeral. No joke. I have I've had my whole funeral planned out already, and that's one of the things I want is a mini kiss band. I also want people with t-shirt cannons, like cheerleaders or something, to shoot out t-shirts to Not the crowd. Not dancers, but cheerleaders. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could be male, totally they could be male cheerleaders. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they could be uh, Texas A&M's cheerleaders. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Yeah, the milk milkman guy that wear like white uniforms. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I want them to shoot out T-shirts out of T-shirt cannons, and if you happen to catch one, it's going to read, I went to John's funeral and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. I feel like that would be fun. That sounds like a blast. Yeah, I want to have fun. I cannot wait till you die. If I know... <laughs> <laughs> I know. If I know I'm going to die ahead of time, like so if, if I find out tomorrow I got some terminal disease, yeah. I'm going to pre-record a message for you know the audience there where I just get to say whatever I want to, and I'm going to take. I don't want to give away all my secrets, but I'm going to. There's going to be someone there, and I'm just going to spend like five minutes talking about what a horrible person they are <laughs> and how much I don't like them, and then I'm just going to be like, just kidding at the end, you know? Like I'm just messing with you, man. I don't know. I have it all. I got it all planned out. I doubt Deidre will do any of it, but I do. I look forward to cutting together a sappy montage of <laughs> all the right. Earth Oddity <laughs> clips of John. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's a. Uh, you know, on my tombstone, I want um, he killed the bear that killed him, you know, engraved on it. I mean, even if I die, like, you know, trip and fall down the stairs and break my neck, I want that on there because, you know, 100 years from now, somebody will be like, wow, that dude sounds pretty awesome, which is from Jeremiah Johnson, by the way, the movie, if you haven't seen that, or those people out there. But I did want, I told you all I was sick for a long time, but I saw a lot of people had that one, so I'm going to go, he killed the bear that killed him. <laughs> I want, uh, you should see the other guy. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> All right, let's move on here. Let me pull up this next story, which is uh, shark falls from the sky and lands in James Hill's garden in Whistable. <laughs> you mean Sharknado's real? <laughs> it definitely is real. Uh, a man was left stunned after finding a shark in his back garden when it fell from the sky while he made a cup of tea. James Hills was 26, or is 26, and was in the kitchen of his family home uh, when Dad... <laughs> when Dad Colin alerted him the, to the two-foot-long spotted uh, cat shark. A cat shark? I didn't know there was a cat shark. Wow. Was it being chased by the dog shark? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, Jane, they believe that it was dropped from a seagull. Like a seagull picked right. it up and was going to eat it and then dropped it in mid-flight. So not quite as exciting as Sharknado. Yeah. James, but fascinating nonetheless. Right. James is an engineer and part-time rescue boat volunteer for the Tarkenton Tar- 
Tankerton Bell Bay Sailing Club. Man, if I could read, <laughs> I think I would be a dangerous man. But <laughs> I just can't. Uh, I said Alabama. You know, people say oh, education's bad in Alabama. We prove it true. Once They're right week here. <laughs> They're <laughs> <You know>? right. <laughs> Uh, it says, I was just making a cup of tea when my dad walked into the kitchen and said, what's the name of the small native shark that lives in the UK? So I said, it's a dogfish, which is also confusingly known as a cat shark. Oh, so, <laughs> so dogfish or cat shark. Same, the same thing. thing. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> and I asked what he wanted to know. And he said, hey, there's one in the back garden. <laughs> says he couldn't believe it and there it was lying on the lawn it was at least two feet long and had been dead for a couple of days so he prodded it for a bit like any good redneck would do <laughs> poke it with a stick for a little bit uh, and then carried on with my day he didn't even do anything so and how said, fresh is it you know maybe you pick it up and i mean fly you up, up, up. Yeah. a little basket of fish and chips that's there. right uh, and he said, since then, it's all been a bit nuts. And he says, I think everyone's especially interested because of the Sharknado films. <laughs> and That's, uh, That got me. Yeah, he says, I think it must have been picked up by an overambitious herring gull or cormorant, whatever that is. I imagine some seafaring some bird <laughs> yeah. or something who has dropped it. And here he is with his picture with it. Look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a pretty fun guy. Uh said, the small, the small spotted cat shark is a shallow water shark with a slender body and a blunt head and a sandpaper-like skin. It has two dorsal fins, and uh, it usually eats crustaceans, mollusks, and fish uh, for its diet. Right. And it's common across the globe, the species is, residing the coast, residing off the coast of Norway, the British Isles, Single, and the Mediterranean, which they said across the globe, but they really only named places around Right, Europe and Africa, you know the Mediterranean mm-hmm. Sea. So, hadn't seen any of those down in the Shark or in the Gulf, but uh, it's been kind of interesting. You're just sitting in your house, you know, getting your little morning tea, and and, <laughs> and a shark shows up. Well, I've got uh, one last story to discuss. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it, but uh, guess who we're fixing to talk about? Oh. You know it. It's the Our dude. Man. Elongated muskrat. Transform Mars is an Earth like planet. The fast way uh, and the slow way. The fast way is, is drop thermonuclear weapons over the pole. <laughs> You're a super villain! Did <laughs> <laughs> well, you have weird sciences like under that last week when you played it? I, yeah. I didn't yeah. even notice that, but I like weird science. <laughs> it's awesome. Really a great movie, by the way. It ushered me into manhood, so to speak. It's also I a like, great stinger for talking yeah, about Elon Musk. But really, that movie was when I really like noticed girls to begin with. Right. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, girls are actually kind of good looking. They're not gross anymore. So. <laughs> well, last week, and shout out to Jason Thigpen for Figgy. Uh, Figgy Fig Face yes. for uh, turning us onto this. Last week, he launched another rocket. I mean, I know that's his, his business. Dude, he does he's launching lot, rockets but... left and right. Like, it's nobody's business, <laughs> yes. really. Well, he launched a rocket if into you, space. You know, you believe Again, all if that. you believe yeah, that. Right. With three satellites as its payload. Uh, one was for some other company, but two of them were prototypes of his. You know what he plans to do with it? I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. Well, these two uh, satellites, and I'm trying to go on memory here were uh, Titan A and Titan B, and they are prototype satellites that he is going to try to use to um, basically create a satellite constellation. Okay. So, obviously, internet is 
kind of a big deal. Yeah. If you're listening to us, you've probably got us off of the internet. That's true. And there are some... It's hard to say. Can you can you say that for me? Rural? Yes. Rural. Rural. Some rural. Rural, rural places. <laughs> rural. Rural if you're from the country. It's <laughs> called rural. They still can't get internet there. Yes. And uh, he... There, there's satellite internet now, but it's kind of lacking. You know, you can get some decent download speeds, but the upload speeds are terrible. Yeah, he plans to remedy to this by putting uh, satellites in like a low Earth orbit, yeah. basically bringing them down closer to the planet, so you you get better internet. Yeah. Now the problem with that is when they're not as high, they don't cover as much of the. Area, globe, or yeah. plane, whatever yeah. you think. Whatever <laughs> you think we are, From the back of a turtle. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, so do you know how he plans to remedy that? How's that? He he plans to remedy that by putting thousands okay. of satellites into space. Okay. <laughs> well, makes sense. Yeah, and uh, if he can do this, um, he will be able to get. He his goal is to. I mean, he's got the car company, he's mm-hmm. got the boring company, he's got SpaceX. Now he wants to get into worldwide uh, satellite or internet, internet. coverage, right. and he wants to use all these profits from this uh, internet endeavor that he's doing to fund his uh, his plans to take us to Mars. Okay, like not me and you personally, yeah. but take humanity to Mars. I would sign up to go though. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Man, I wanted to be an astronaut when I was little more than anything mm-hmm. in the world. Um, my parents would never send me to space camp, so I blame them for me not becoming an astronaut. And, and space camp is only three hours yeah, away right. from us. You know, it's but not it, like you were asking to go to the other side of the world. I mean, but back like in the late eighties, it probably cost like a hundred bucks. My parents were gonna put that down for me to go there. You know? <laughs> yeah. No way. I was already playing, you know, little league baseball or something, and and they didn't want me to do that. But yeah, I feel like maybe if I would have shown up at space camp, they'd have probably been like, "Wow, this guy's got a lot of natural astronaut talent." That you know, <laughs> yeah. he's intelligent and extremely handsome. And <laughs> like this dude's from Mars. Yeah, we right. Send him back. So I could have been an astronaut, but no, but no, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm a failed restaurateur, as well as oh, okay, a little phone call. <laughs> Dad, <Dadgum. laughs> That's fine. I'm Leave sorry. it in there. Leave it in there. Oh, it could have been our first colleague. Yes. You know, get a Papa Jim on. That's what I say, my dad. He's probably going to call back three times, so we may have to. <laughs> Bring him on the air. But, uh, yeah, so I just feel like I could have been an astronaut. Mom and dad didn't help me reach my potential mm-hmm. of that. And the next thing you know, I'm selling furniture <laughs> for a living. Uh, you know, it's close. Almost the same thing. I mean, except for spaceships and stuff. Well, now, me personally, you know, I, I've watched, well... I've watched Interstellar yeah. with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yes. And uh, space is a scary thing. It, so I'm not is. going to Mars until there's Domino's Pizza there. <laughs> you know, at that point, maybe I'll think about going to Mars. But I'm I'll not go. going to Mars until there's Domino's. I will go first time. If Elon Musk calls me and says, I want you to go to Mars, I'm like, okay. First, I would say <laughs> what any married man would say is, let me ask my wife first. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I feel like she would probably be down with it, you know. What if he says your kids can't come? That's fine. Leave them with them. Yeah, mom, mom and, and the people. kids got to stay back. Mom and people. <laughs> uh, I don't know if my mom would sign up for that. I'd be like cha-ching. <laughs> <laughs> but like I was saying, I don't, I don't feel like he would let her whole family go just because Libby would break something on the spaceship immediately. You know, trying to do a cartwheel on you know <laughs> yeah. the side of some control panel, and we would die. But. uh <laughs> 
But if it was just like me solo, yeah. you know, I feel like my my wife would be like, "Go, honey, you know, become a legend." And you so know, she can marry that young lady. Yeah, and guy. then she finds you know Alejandro, <laughs> who's you know got abs and you know like, you know defined muscles in his body instead of like me. So uh, yeah, but uh, I would go in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. <laughs> well, here's hoping. Yeah. I, I tell you what, I don't know if, uh, well, who knows? I mean, you know what? We don't know the future, and it's moving at an alarming pace right it now. Is. I do think we will see, like, you know, private space travel in yeah, our lifetimes. Maybe even cheap enough that we could even, like, go up yeah. there. You yeah. Know? I would just go up and take a loop around it, you know, yeah. around the world one time and land back down. That'd be totally cool. People who know me know that, uh, I'm a pretty big guy, pretty heavy. A little, and I have, little bit. I have always, my whole life, wanted to know what it was like to be weightless and to just float around, <laughs> you know, take that basketball and just dunk. Dunk, yeah, yes. And then kick off the backboard. That would be so much fun. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I would like to know what is as a short person. Would like to know what it's like to dump too. You know? Yeah. Now, for a while, we had our goal at the house adjusted down to about six and a half feet. So I would dunk. You know, and the kids mm-hmm. were small enough that they thought it was really cool. <laughs> yeah. You didn't tell them that you yeah, lowered yeah. it. They, yeah. thought, they probably thought <laughs> they, it was still ten foot. They'll grow up thinking their whole life that dad could dunk dad a basketball. Dad used to be able to dunk a basketball. They ask me now, like, come on, play ball with me. Nah, no, nah, I'm good. So their only memory is me just like tomahawk jamming up. You know. <laughs> If I die tomorrow, they can tell their folks, you know, like their kids, well, yeah, your grandfather was awesome. He could dunk a basketball, you know? I remember the, uh, the, the, where I went to elementary school, or at least where I went to elementary school, like, you know, first through fifth grade, they had the short, you know, six foot, you know, goals on the blacktop. And uh, I used to look so forward to I'm, I'm going to be it's going to be so cool when I'm tall enough that I can dunk. And yeah. then of course when I get that tall, it was time for me to go to another school. So I was like, Dad, come it. I don't. I think they had regular size goals at Fed Elementary when I was there. Mm-hmm. We also had this like slide that was, I mean, it was so high up in the air, and it was like straight up metal, so it burned your legs in the summer. You know, it's always hot now, mm-hmm. anyways. Like, that whole playground was a death <laughs> trap, like, looking back at it. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I mean, monkey bars with just hard dirt underneath it and all that, like. Seesaws that yeah. go six foot in the air. Oh, yeah, the seesaws <laughs> were so high. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was just a different time, I guess. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, I would, I'm, I'm down with Elon. Elon, when you listen to our podcast, like I know you do every week. You know, Feel free to call. come on. Yeah, just call me. I'll go to Mars. I'll, I'll go up and ride in your car. You know, like launch me out in a car and then retrieve me back and bring me home. I'd be good with that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Well. <laughs> you know, I don't even know why I played that stinger. We have no once news. Once again, we don't have any community news. Although I did want to say... um, I heard back, I don't know if you heard this, I got some feedback that people were having trouble leaving iTunes reviews. Yeah, my cousin Todd said that, who's really like probably one of the most brilliant people that I know. Dude's like super successful Mm -hmm. and does software stuff, so it's not like me having trouble. I feel like maybe iTunes is trying to keep us down. Maybe. Maybe maybe they're on to us. It's a Masonic plot. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) But, uh, you know, my brother-in-law, he was going to leave us a review. He was going to like, you know, post and... 
copy yeah. and paste like a hilarious yeah. review from somebody else and he said that it. you couldn't do it wow. so maybe i guess they maybe their algorithms they won't let us steal yeah. reviews yeah which is man you know it's probably a good thing yeah but. that makes sense but <laughs> so instead this week we're gonna do amazon reviews <laughs> Let's see if those will slip by. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> so, five-star Squatty Potty review. Oh, Feel yeah, free to copy, paste, drop it. Yes. Drop it for us. I like that. And if, you know, maybe, maybe that'll work. Maybe. If it don't, keep trying. Yeah. Uh, we've got 15 reviews, <laughs> and I know for a fact that more people have at least tried yeah. to leave us reviews. Right. So, keep at it. Um, it's really important. It means a lot. Yes. Continue well, to... Uh, Send in your Bigfoot encounters. Right. We have yet to get a Bigfoot person. I actually tweeted, like, the finding Bigfoot people, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, With our little Bigfoot wanted Bigfoot stories poster, none of them gave me anything. We'll talk about this more off the show, but I actually have a contact. Oh. So that's right. Yeah. I've got a phone phone number. Boom. So we're definitely working on it. It probably won't be anytime soon, but But, we're going to put together an awesome Bigfoot show. We're probably going to quit talking about it now until it's closer (laughs) to being ready. But, uh, but Stay if tuned. You, if you know anybody who's seen a Bigfoot, just send them our way. Yeah. You know, or have heard one or I don't, smelled one, you know, <laughs> yeah. mated with one. I don't know. I've seen some hairy people in my life. <laughs> uh, one threw rocks at you. It, yeah. Don't Bigfoot's yeah. like I throw rocks they, at people. Yeah, they'll chunk a rock in a heartbeat. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're a rock throwing sons of a gun. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, happy birthday to my friend. It was a few days ago, Jerry, who... Uh, is the greatest rock throw I've ever seen in my life. The kid could throw a rock. Jerry, Maybe he's part name, of Bigfoot. It might be. His name's Jerry Heron. You may know him from Fed. He's a few years younger than me, but uh, we were in scouts stuff together, and the guy could throw a rock. <laughs> Not only with distance, but with accuracy. Mm-hmm. And still one of the most impressive things I've ever seen in my life is that dude chunking a rock probably a quarter of a mile i mean i'm not kidding i'm not uncle rico in it this kid <laughs> can throw a rock so and he listens so you know happy birthday jerry curl that's awesome you can send in your emails to earth oddity at planetmail.net you don't even have to have a reason to yeah. email in Just email us. we want we really really would like to engage with our audience yeah just, we want to know, you know, what do y'all think of the show? What do y'all want us to talk about? What do you want to ask us? What do you want us to, right? you know, whatever. Yeah, we would just, just love to engage with you. Right. Just like a, hey, what's up, dudes? Yeah. You know, something like that is fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know people are downloading the show, and outside of like my mom and my wife, I know there's other people. Yeah. So just say what's up, you know? Yeah. Like, let's, let's be friends if I don't know you. Join the Facebook group. Yeah. Earth Oddity Podcast. Yeah, and the pay, uh, Earth Oddity Podcast also has a regular Facebook page, yeah. not just a group. So right. go, feel Join free to go like too. it. Feel free to go review it. Yeah. You can follow us on Twitter yeah. at underscore Earth Oddity. Yep. And Instagram. we have an Instagram too. What's the Instagram? Earth underscore Odyssey underscore podcast. Yeah. So. Although it's Oddity. Oh, yeah. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Earth underscore Oddity underscore Oddity. podcast. Oddity. Not David Bowie. Yeah. We'll see y'all next week. (laughs) Bye-bye, guys. We're out of here. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.